Welcome to Unfurling, a podcast that explores the power of the natural world to inform and inspire. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Katrina. Good to see you, Katrina. It's been a few weeks and we're back. We are back. Yes, a busy, I think it's been a couple of months, has it? I don't know how long it's been. Oh gosh, time is stretching out. Well, it is indeed, Elizabeth, (laughs) and that that links very nicely to, to where we're focusing today. We've been talking over the last few weeks about what do we want this episode to be about. We had initial ideas around um, looking at the outcomes of COP26 and, and you know what might be possible looking forward and um, had some listeners actually get in touch with us about that. We've landed recording this week, halfway through December, and what we've really noticed in ourselves is actually we'd love to create a space to think today. I think that's that's really what our topic's going to be. Normally we come with a topic and, and look through the, the lens of the natural world, what we can learn from, from that. And I think here it's, yeah, just creating time to think for ourselves, for unfurling, and hopefully also for you as our listeners. Yeah, the, the idea of space to think has been really resonating with us, partly maybe because we're both craving it a bit ourselves, mm. actually. Yeah. So, yeah, we we did think about doing an episode on COP26. That was the recent International Climate Conference in Glasgow. And we decided against it, not because we think it's not something that people should be looking at, because absolutely it is. And there's lots of great people doing brilliant thinking about the outcomes and what next and, and where should we be with this. But it just didn't feel right for us right now. We might come back to it in 2022, but space to think and drilling into that a bit is something that really came up for us. And we were thinking about, with today's episode, what outcome you know we'd like to, to have. And in a way, it, it feels slightly counterintuitive when we call the podcast unfurling and we want to just see where the conversation goes. And yet, it does feel important to think about what we'd like to, you know, where we'd like to get. And for us, it's... Um, really that desire to help our listeners and ourselves unfurl both within ourselves um, and go deeper with that um, and in relationships with others and the world more generally including the natural world so yeah we'd love you to come away with more of that really being able to go deeper in yourself and then from that place be even more conscious about your relationships more widely and also to think about well how does unfurling fit into that in terms of giving you that space to think. Yeah, and I think also, so part of this is around just um, the fact that both of us think a lot about the importance of nuance, and I Mm. I think increasingly so. Mm. Um, For me, most topically through my role at the council, the the district council on which I sit, I think ironically isn't a very good place for nuance and dialogue. Mm. Um, And also just some of the things we're working on in the world, things often feel so black and white, and it can be so easy to boldly assert ourselves and, and think we have the answers, but actually so often that that nuance is missing. And I think part of the nuance that is missing is just through, maybe we're just not good at sometimes tricky relationships or, or relationships with people that don't think like us. And I think part of the purpose of unfurling is really about holding the space for that. How do we go beneath the surface on things? How do we explore the unexplored depths on a topic how do we hold space to hear new ideas new voices so that so I guess that's what we've been trying to do with this podcast as you say Kat the podcast links to that individual personal inner stuff that you were talking about Mm. we know we've been trying to I guess hold a space for interesting learning learning something that's Mm -hmm. really 
important to us for ourselves and for our listeners to go away and reflect on personally and actually something we uh, will be looking to do in 2022 is expand that outwards a bit more so still keeping up the personal work with the podcast but taking it out into community a bit more so that might be through groups through events but yeah take that inner work and and turn it into outer work um, work in dialogue work in relationship yeah, and I think with that, there's a an expansiveness and a curiosity. There's a quote by Romain Roland who says, discussion is impossible with someone who claims not to seek the truth, but already to possess it. Mm. And I think, you know, we're coming at both the, you know, looking to help create space for the internal work and the external relationships and, and thinking, you know, from a place that is unknowing, you know, um, and has the capacity to be informed by the natural world, Mm -hmm. placing ourselves into that wider system, you know, Mm -hmm. a system that's existed for way longer than we have and contains tremendous wisdom. Um, Mm -hmm. And as you say, also, you know, looking into the nuance, it feels at the moment in the UK, we are having rising cases of Omicron uh, variant of COVID at the moment. So the, you you put on the news and it feels, um, or certainly for me at least, you know, it feels like things are ramping up here and that spaciousness can disappear quite quickly. Mm. Um, So I think something we want to encourage is spaciousness of time, energy and and dialogue and and of opinion, actually. Yeah. There's a a quote I really like um, from Rebecca Solnit in her essay, men explain things to me. And she Mm. says, the language of bold assertion is simpler, less taxing than the language of nuance and ambiguity and speculation. And I think that's something we both recognize can be true. Um, it can be so easy to, to take an opinion and hold on to it and stick mm. with that. Mm-hmm. So we want to sort of do the work with each other, with with our listeners, with with you know, and rippling out from there. How do we how do we find a space for that nuance and ambiguity and speculation? Um, so that as you say, this feeling of things ramping up and various global crises at the mm. moment, how do we talk about it in a way that recognizes the whole spectrum of emotions and realities and information that comes into that rather than just choose the easy route and and pick an opinion and Mm. regurgitate it because that's the less taxing thing to do Mm -hmm. yeah so that space to think feels important to us as a as a space that's important to cultivate yeah, and I think it's probably quite in, informed by our coaching backgrounds. Mm. Um, there's a lady called Nancy Klein who wrote a book called Time to Think. There's a quote from her to, that's everything we do depends for its quality on the thinking we do first. And our thinking depends on the quality of our attention for each other. And I think that's something we're, we're looking to help realize, cultivate here um, through mm. the podcast giving space for each of our listeners to reflect on on what we're, sh- we're sharing, ideas, thoughts, and, and your own lives. Um, but then also, you know, how does that apply beyond ourselves? And connecting the information and the, the feeling side of things too. There's a line, I think it's in a poem or essay, I can't remember, by the American author and farmer Wendell Berry. He says something like, it all turns on affection and I love the idea of how important affection is. So caring, loving, mm. listening to, finding relationship with. So I'm curious to see how 
affection and, and patience and, and mm. wanting to hold each other can mm. influence our ability to, yeah, deal with small and big issues in ourselves and in the world. Yeah, that almost makes me think about worth as well. Um, I was on a group call recently and one of the participants was sharing the idea that, you know, what if we all had worth, like really not just had it, but really experienced worth and what that could do for the world? What could that do for consumerism, pollution, systems? Um, and that, that really has really stuck with me in the last few days. It's that love, but also worth feels important. Yeah. And, and linking that idea of how the individual stuff, so worth and so on, how that links to the wider challenges of pollution and mm. the other things you've just named. That's partly why unfurling exists, isn't it? It's to mm. make those connections between the, the personal and the collective mm. and to say, how do, how do they inform each other? How can we, how do we respond if there is that connection? Mm. Yeah. It's just to have, have those conversations and, and explore. Yeah, and to be inspired as well by the natural world within that. Mm. Um, you know, I think one of the things I appreciate about what we're doing is, is that we're responsive to what's happening at the time. Maybe that's not highly strategic. <laughs> if we were being highly strategic, we would have a episode planned for the next year and dates, which we're doing stuff on, why the themes link together. Yeah. <laughs> but, mm. but I think we, we, you know, we go with our hearts and we're responsive and Almost it reminds me of organisms within the natural world being responsive to their immediate environments and adapting, mm. but through to longer term evolution. Um, mm. So I think that's something else that I, I would love to take forward. Yeah. And it's something we can so often forget, isn't it? That connection, mm. the attunement of animals, plants, living things to their environments. And I've been thinking about that a bit recently the connection between personal and collective health challenges mm. with also personal and collective, you know, wider world challenges. I think the two are linked. Um, something been coming up for me about how, you know, destroying one can lead to destruction of another. So, or, or at least not um, giving care to, you know, ourselves, our bodies can can kind of ripple out into the, the wider world and vice versa it's interesting or, or connected the fact that you know mental health challenges are, are really on the increase um, mm. amongst all kinds of groups of people um, you know that's again part of the purpose of unfurling it's to kind of break out of silos and say well if mm. these things are connected firstly what is what does that connection look like and, mm. and secondly if that's true what is what is within our power what is within our desire what is within our ability to 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 reshape things actually Mm. yeah it's asking questions isn't it as well Mm. I think that's really critical here and I think there's something as well about valuing yeah diverse thoughts and opinions um Mm. and and being thoughtful about hierarchy you know Mm. actually the the relationship is the most important piece I was uh yesterday my son who's four <laughs> was teaching me about yoga. They're learning that at, that at school. And he was teaching me about different poses and breathing in, breathing out. Namaste. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, awesome. Here's a four-year-old teaching me. And so there, there's learning around us um, if we're open to it and if we're willing to ask questions. 
Mm, and to and to be willing to go to places for 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 answers and advice and ideas that we might not go to or mm. usually go to. Mm. You know, you use the word hierarchy, and again, I'm really conscious of that in the council and in other places. Is mm. that though there might be hierarchy of positions, there isn't necessarily a hierarchy of good ideas and um, good thinking and helpful experience. And there's something about how do we make that an equal playing field for people so that we can all be part of that um, intergenerational throughout, you know, through the whole spectrum of backgrounds and interests. And, and again, it comes back to relationship and holding space for that diversity of thought and opinion and experience to come together. And there aren't many spaces that do that. And I think as we go forward with unfurling, that's definitely something we're keen Mm. to do. And we're exploring what that looks like actually for next year. Mm. How do we make those spaces where we can really, encourage and yeah give give support to those important conversations and cross learning experiences yeah we talked we talked earlier just before we got on the call about focusing on what matters Mm. so just because we can do things doesn't Mm. mean we should do them yes yeah I've certainly noticed I've been feeling very busy the last few months and yeah I'm really looking forward to some more space to 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 think and to be, I, yeah, I've been kind of focusing a lot on accreditations and, you know, I've, I've got them, which is wonderful. And I, I expected my personality type to be like on LinkedIn straight away. Look at me, look at me, mm. um, sharing all this. I will share it before the year end, but um, I actually quietly at midnight, I think it was on Sunday, just changed a letter of one of my accreditations from an ACC associate certified coach to a PCC professional certified coach. And and that was it. And I think what I'm starting to learn is, you know, actually it's that being piece that feels, at least for me, so important because that's, that's why there's so much wisdom there. And, And then from that, the actions we take are more meaningful. Yeah. And that's something I really appreciate about our conversations and relationship more broadly is with I like our gentle understanding of our personality types and yet also the 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 signposting we give each other to other things that are important to us Mm. you know ways of being beyond doing and um action but yeah coming back to that worth isn't it and Mm -hmm. yeah it is okay so that space to think has been, I think it's probably been important just today for us to kind of <laughs> vocalise some of this stuff, but also to name that we intend and, and hope that unfurling can be that for for each other, for our listeners, and increasingly for, you know, a wider audience. Mm. Um, as we get into the new year, we'll talk a bit more about what that looks like. Um, it feels good to end this year just I guess reaffirming mm. the importance of that space to think the importance of mm. nuance and our desire to really give space to go to the depths and, and shine a light on things that sometimes hidden or unrevealed or not known and kind of see where that takes us yeah and we were, we were thinking for you our listeners I'm noticing certainly in the personal development space um, at the moment, there's a lot of year in review, looking back at what you've achieved, where you've come and and what you want to create moving forward. And and there's value absolutely in in doing that. And yet there's part of me that's just really attracted to, hey, it happens to be the end of the year, but it's almost 
a stock take of what is really important in our lives, in ourselves. And I think maybe that's what we've been doing just now with this episode. It's, it's not a structured episode. It's just a, a place that we've created intentionally that space to think about what feels important around unfurling. So yeah, I'd invite you to create some space. It might just be 20 minutes. It doesn't need to be anything that feels taxing, but just to, to almost like drop in into yourself further about what feels really important within who you are that you want to to claim and to focus on or dial up yeah and and bringing that into the light and naming it Mm. whether that's you know traditional sort of new year stuff like goals but equally whether that's simply a question or Mm. something that you're struggling with or yeah just you know a, a desire for yeah more space to think or whatever it might be And please feel free to share with us. So we've been talking quite a bit about space to think, and that's definitely something that we want Unfurling to do for for ourselves and for others um, through the podcast and through things we'll be offering, you know, in the future. But we're kind of, I guess, conscious that it's not always easy to find space to think. It can be really hard. It can feel a bit luxurious at times. And frankly, there can be far more pressing things than have we had time to think today. But going back to the quote that you mentioned earlier about the, from I think it was from Nancy Klein about that, the importance and and what it can do for us. I think it's just something about, you know, in your life right now, what can it look like, even if it's five minutes somewhere? Um, So for me recently, that's been discovering a group called the London Writers Salon and joining their free writers Mm. hour at eight o'clock every morning. It's a Zoom space where anyone can come on Mm. and and write. And for me, that's as much Mm. thinking as it is writing and having that accountability, um, that session to go to has just it's been a bit of a game changer in terms of how I think about writing and that's been the you know that's that's all I wanted to do just to take writing more seriously have space Mm. to think about it and then and then do it um but yeah it can mean different things for different people yeah absolutely it it, it depends on you know how you like to be with habits Mm. I'm not very good at habits um and I think also for me at least with two young kids it's the idea of carving out space yeah. to think is, is hard. Yeah. Um, quite frankly, this is probably the most space I've had to think just recording this episode as I've had in, I'm going to say months, mm. like it's been a really busy yeah. time. Yeah. Um, and so for me, it's, it, doesn't ha- it doesn't have to be long and necessarily even hugely intentional. It's more just like on that walk to school, you know, what's that one minute where you can be really present Mm -hmm. and just kind of give yourself that a moment just to reflect. Um, And sometimes it's not even, you know, logical thinking or having words go through your head. It's sometimes just existing and being. Mm -hmm. um, So um, yeah, I guess inviting you over this period of time, which can be very busy for people. um, Yeah. Just allowing yourself those moments of, of peace, reflection, delight, appreciation Mm. um, however it looks to you it's a funny thing um when we were coming into this episode we kind of spoke about you know kind of keeping it simple and having one aim for the episode and all that (laughs) stuff which is you know that kind of thinking exists for a reason and it's helpful and definitely we can have a tendency to just keep talking if people let us I guess but also actually kind of freeing ourselves from that slightly and saying we just literally needed a bit of space to think 
and mm. the overall intention has been naming that unfurling is that space to think for us and we hope for others and to draw out nuance but that doesn't always have to attach to goals and I think having mm. this bit of space today is mm. it's just it's it's been literally that it's not been a time for goals it's been a space to think mm. yeah it marries up with my personal um desire for next year I I don't want to set any goals <laughs> that is a great goal um, I know it's a goal in itself but I you know I have a real desire to zoom mm. out and like not do more accreditations I might well have done some more by a year's time <laughs> who knows but <laughs> the intention is you know I, I'd love to do more reading mm. I'm always I'm always amazed Elizabeth at, at how well read you are um, it's a real a real strength of yours um, I'd love to do some more reading and think about the universe and think about consciousness and the amazingness of being alive um mm. I really just want to yeah for me it's about creating time to think about mm. that and to to really allow for that so I'm, I'm quite excited about 2022 I am too and I'm excited mm. to see how you get on with your goal of not having any goals yeah I know I'm curious it also makes me think of certainly personally how sometimes it can be really helpful to think back to younger me like little me and as you were talking about space I remembered that when I was a kid I won a I won a poetry competition and the, the prize was a book voucher and with the book voucher I bought a book on space and a, and a poetry book <laughs> and I guess those things are still important to me now I love learning I love science but I also love creativity and words and yeah poems and there's something not always and not for everyone, but kind of asking the younger version of ourselves questions like what were you into mm. and what made you buzz and what gave you excitement and seeing if that mm. shines any light on things you'd like to explore as an adult. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Mm. Here's to space and exploration. Yes. <laughs> and no goals. Met- metaphorical yes, and real. Absolutely. So with that, I'm I'm personally have really enjoyed having this this space to think, and something from both of us that we just wanted to share was a big thank you to you as our listeners. Um, it's it's so wonderful to um, know that unfurling does mean a lot to to people. It's it's niche. It's not for everyone. But for those with whom it resonates, it really seems to. And we really love hearing from you, um, what you get out of the episodes. Um, and we just really appreciate the space that you're creating to, to listen to us. You know, you have many options of how to use your time and energy. Um, so we just want to, to thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a choice to put headspace and, and, and time into things. So thank you. Yeah, we really appreciate it. And we're really keen to hear what you think as well, whether there's any particular reflections off the back of this episode and having had your own space to think, or just generally uh, about unfurling. To get in touch, you can go to our website, which is unfurling.co.uk. There's a contact us form on that website. There's also our Facebook page, which you can find by searching Unfurling Podcast. And we would be delighted to hear from you. (laughs) 
I can hear sheep there in the background, sheep. which is making me giggle. <laughs> so the farmer. <laughs> Nature is literally coming yeah, in. Yeah, farmers <laughs> just come along to give them their supplement feed and they all get rather excited and it's really fun to watch. <laughs> okay, oh, good. So, so on that note, I feel like uh, it's time to wish you an expansive, fun, fulfilling, spacious 2022. Mm. Yeah, and we look forward to reconnecting with you in 2022 and finding more of what it means to to have space to think and to to push into nuance and to learn together. So yeah, we can't wait mm. to join you. Um, me on the sheep can't wait to join you. <laughs> <laughs> and me too. <laughs> yeah, me cat and the sheep can't wait to join you. Yeah, in 2022. <laughs> thank you for being with us. Yes, thank you. And with that, you've been listening to Unfurling, a podcast that explores the power of the natural world to inform and inspire. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.